Hi again. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 602. If you'd like to have a copy of it, uh, Sharon will show you how to receive one at the end of the program. Please let us know whether you'd like a CD or an audio tape. Whatever the case may be, they're free. Uh, with Even uh, the postage and handling is taken care of. I have strong message. As usual, uh, we've got, um, I've got some songs and letters. Right now, let's go to the throne. Father, anoint this program, 602. I anointed, Lord, open people, uh, open my heart, my soul, my mind. Pour out your spirit upon me so that everything that I said in this program comes directly from you. Let me be inspired by your spirit and not by any other foreign spirit, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that souls will be saved and the church strengthened. Open the windows of heaven, Lord and God, and prepare everyone's heart and their mind and spirit to receive everything that is said on this program. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. And uh, rebuke Satan, Father God. Rebuke him, bind him in Jesus' mighty name, and open doors for us in Jesus' mighty name. And for every Christian, born-again Christian, true Christian, Christians that are serving you, Lord, the way that you say to serve him in his word. In Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. Amen. And I guess you can all tell that I'm in Los Angeles. You can hear those sirens blazing away, but the message is blazing stronger and harder. Amen? Amen. So I was talking, we've been reading the uh, uh, the book of Joshua, and we're continuing on there because there's so many parallels in there regarding today. Only it's not uh, with the uh, weapons of war any longer. Uh, of uh, carnal weapons, but its weapons of warfare are spiritual to the pulling down of strongholds. So this is what the blood of Jesus has done. Uh, and uh, what it has done, it has also enabled us to obtain God in us. I'm talking about the real God, not Muhammad or one of these ponies, but the true God. God that created the heavens and the earth, the entire universe, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Jewish God of the Jews, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ not only redeems us from sin so that we will not suffer uh, sin's consequences if we continue in the contract with the Lord, the covenant with the Lord, but also completely restores what we have lost in the Garden of Eden and adds new things as well. All right, um, right now I'm going to sing for you. Uh, the Great Speckled Bird is actually a uh, combination of all races of people, all colors of skins, in the Spirit of God. That's the great speckled bird, and here I am to sing it for you. Uh, I can't remember if it's J.D. Sumner and the Sam's backing me up on this one or not, but here it is, the great speckled bird. What a beautiful thought I am thinking 
concerning the great Speckleberg. Remember her name is recorded on the pages of God's holy word. Desiring to love her standard They watch every move that she makes They love to find fault with her teaching But really they find no mistake I am glad that I learned of her meekness I am glad that my name is on her book For I want to be one never fearing On the face of our Savior to look When he comes descending from heaven On a cloud as he rides in his blood I'll be joyfully carried up to meet him On the wings of that great speckled bird Praise the Lord, that was the Jordanaires singing with me there, and what a group they are, praise the Lord. Alright, so the Lord Jesus said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. And this is the promises that we've been set free as free moral agents to serve the Lord without any government telling us what is right and wrong. The Bible states that it's very fine for women to marry when they reach puberty. And the government, the Antichrist government, a bunch of homosexuals don't want men and women to marry, and therefore they're making it a sin to marry if uh, when will women reach puberty. I'm not saying that they have to because the Lord doesn't force people to get married or not to get married. But he does say it's all right to be married at the age of puberty. And the Webster's Dictionary says that that occurs in females uh, around, uh, I can't remember exactly, it's around 11, 12, 13 years old. Now in hot countries in Africa where the sun is very hot, it occurs even younger than that. And so I don't want any uh, damned demon telling me uh, what, uh, how to obey their rules. I'm going to tell the governments what the rules of the Lord is. Amen. And uh, the Bible says, and the U.S. Constitution says, we have the right to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there's a lot of people doing everything in their power to stop it, but I'm doing everything in my power to stop the government, a bunch of egghead, a sinful 
antichrist bastards from telling me that I can't preach the Bible? Get out of here. God will destroy you. Now shut your faces. All right? And now I don't believe in anyone forcing someone to be married. And I don't believe in holding people back from leaving the church if they want to, they can go. As a matter of fact, I probably put out more people uh, than sometimes than I do take in new ones. So there's no bars in this church. There are no chains or ropes holding people prisoner over here. We're telling people what the Bible said and that's it. If they don't want to believe it, get out and be cursed, all right? They say, well, you're telling people this. You're telling people if they do get married, you're going to put them in prison and separate them from their mothers and dads. That's fear. You're putting fear in people, you bunch of rats. You're the ones preaching fear, and if you don't become Democratic or Republican, God never set up any Republican or Democratic government. And if you don't become a Democrat or Republican, we're going to bomb you and kill your mothers and dads and your little children and your grandmothers and grandchildren like we did Iraq everywhere in the world. Now get out of my face. Or God, I'm telling you God is going to destroy this world and he's doing a real good job of it right now. This is just the beginning of sorrows, the 24th chapter of Matthew says. When these things you see wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and famine, and these are just the beginning. This isn't, uh, it's not all over, folks. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. All right, now we have some letters here from our fans out in Radio Land. Where is this one? Not only Radio Land, but where we have our troops out distributing literature that God has given me, and it's winning hundreds of thousands of souls on a daily basis. Okay, go ahead and read the first one here. This is from Kenya, Africa. Dear Pastor Tony, warm greetings in the mighty name of the Trinity for the glorious and wonderful power that is enhancing and empowering the Tony Alamo Christian Ministries worldwide to reach the globe with the gospel of reformation under the mighty power of the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. It's a power. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. The Bible says when you receive, you shall receive power. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and folks, I have it. I have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord told Susie that I'm strong in the faith. So don't forget it. Don't forget it. This is a testimony to you as well. It's Susie. Then what? I bless the Lord for his tremendous work. For your information, Pastor, we receive the newsletters, tracts, 10 Messiah books, and also the T-shirts. May God bless you and the ministry at large. We also distribute for you, if you'd like them, CDs and uh, audio tapes. And we have uh, this, we're on this uh, number 602. We just started counting about uh, 602 uh, tapes and CDs ago. I've done over a thousand of this particular series. So there's a thousand tapes for you there or CDs. And then... I've uh, preached uh, thousands of others down through the years, and they're yours for the asking. Okay, then what? 
We continue to distribute them in remote areas. Pastor kindly send us 10 Bibles, more messiahs, and newsletters in large quantity. The Most High and Mighty God is enabling us in the distribution, and the Word has touched many lives, and they are choosing Jesus. We thank the Lord so much, and we are praying for your ministry. This is a tremendous time we are blessed to live in and to experience the glory we were promised by the Most High God. May God bless and reward the entire ministries abundantly. Pastor, I would kindly like you to send me an air ticket to join your ministry. I'm eagerly awaiting a positive response, hoping to meet you soon. Thanks in advance. God bless. Your sincerely evangelist, Fred Wainoni from Kenya, Africa. Praise the Lord. The Lord says this cup is the new covenant, the new promise, the new contract in my blood. I mean, most people just sign contracts in ink. Yeah, but the Lord signs this contract of all these promises uh, in his blood. That's Luke twenty-two twenty. So in one way, the Lord's blood was shed for redemption. It removes on the all the negative uh, things of this world and all the negative evils which uh, alienated us from God. That uh, was the thing that really damaged us. And it's so damaging once you hear this word. Before you've heard the word of the Lord, you know, the Lord is patient and then he lets you hear the word. And then if you ignore it, that's when you're in big trouble. Now you say, well, these things haven't happened to us before. We haven't been cursed before. It's because you haven't heard the word before, but now you're hearing it. And a lot of people are preaching it wrongly, but I'm preaching it the right way, and the Bible preaches it. If you don't believe what I'm saying, you pick up the Bible and read it for yourself. But you need a pastor, a preacher, a teacher to rightly divide the Word so that you don't... Uh, people imagine that the Word is saying something, and it's really not... You can't make a whole doctrine out of one verse. You have to take the entire Bible and rightly divide it to where it makes sense. So, do you have another letter there? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Where's it from? Nigeria. Beloved Pastor Tony Alamo, profound greetings in Christ's holy name. May he remain glorified in your life and ministry in Jesus' name. By the grace of God, your literature that we are sharing in our area is affecting many lives for God, and they are testifying about it to me and my team members. We're grateful for the Bibles, Messiah books, message tapes, and the newsletters. They were all distributed accordingly. For the purpose of effective continual soul winning and spiritual growth of our brethren, we need further assistance. Therefore, kindly provide us with the following items, complete holy Bibles, Messiah books, t-shirts, sweatshirts, messages on tapes and CDs, and 500 copies of Pastor Lamo's newsletters and tracts. Also, the form that was sent to me, together with the Alamo Christian Ministries orientation, was carefully and prayerfully considered by me, and I would love to be a member of the Alamo Church. I would also love it if I can be transported to your country and church to be trained for Christian living and effective Christian service. Sir, I will be earnestly waiting with expectation for your favorable response. May the Lord guide and enable you to meet my needs in Jesus' name. Yours in Christ, Simon Kolo from Niger State, Nigeria, Africa. Right, we have an orientation, and that's wonderful. People praying for us all over the world, and God is really on the move. 
And I surely appreciate, and everyone in the church appreciates all of your prayers. And I'm praying for everyone in the whole world that is really doing a work for the Lord that is filled with the Spirit. Lord, bless them, Father God, in Jesus' name, and deliver them from all evil. For uh, thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. All right, so now uh, let's, um, let's get into Joshua. The book of Joshua, chapter 10, verse what? 40. Okay, now, I am so happy that the Lord delivered me. Joshua is showing the severity. God is uh, showing his severity to everybody through Joshua. Because, uh, and also, uh, he showed the people of Egypt. He destroyed, God destroyed their country. He destroyed the um, people at Jericho and Ai and all these other kings that the Lord talks about. Then the next in line were five other kings. And now there's just one right after the other. It amounts up to 33 kings. And then uh, Joshua's gotten old and um, he uh, is stricken in years. And so the Lord is... Um, uh, telling him that there are many other parts of Israel that need to be conquered because of the filth, sin, degeneration, the same as uh, what's going on here in the United States and the rest of the world. So people are going to observe many bloodbaths from God. I don't have to do it, thank God for that. I don't have to do what Joshua did. All I have to do is pray, and God will do it, because... If we keep his commandments, there's no one that can do anything to us. They can try, but these kings tried to do things against the Jews, and it didn't work. They were all conquered. They put their feet on their necks of their enemies, laid them down on the ground, and then they hung them all, and then they put them in a cave. Then they took them down when the sun went down. And they buried him in that cave. And then there's more. It's going on one right after another. One verse is just more and more powerful because they had the zeal of the Lord. Now, one of the things that the Lord says that we must have in these last days, especially, is because, you know, you know that you have to have a lot of zeal. If he said for you to go into the town of Los Angeles or New York and kill every inhabitant over there, you'd have to have a lot of zeal and a lot of faith in God to do something like that. The Lord doesn't tell us to do that now. He tells us to pray and preach the gospel to them, and if they don't repent, he's going to destroy their cities. And now they're even, because of my preaching, they are making movies, of, but they're twisting, you know, this is the big meteorite coming down, and so man is making atomic bombs to shoot up there and knock these uh, different... Um, asteroids out of the sky forget about that it is like fantasy all right it's really going to strike the earth there isn't anything that's going to stop it the people that are out on the sea one third of them the ships are going to be sunk and destroyed and a third of the people of the earth are going to be destroyed that means there's six billion people two billion of them are going to be killed all at once all the green grass and the trees and everything is going to be burned up. But then what are you going to do? What are you going to eat? The famine is coming. And even some of the weakest of people 
Even people that are not even saved know that it's coming. Your economists and all these things. And it's all caused because of the sin of man. But one thing for sure is the people that are really of the Lord that are preaching this gospel, they will not miss a meal. But you folks will, and you'll see your young ones starve to death. Well, you can't serve a God like that. Well, that's the way he is because you're the way you are. He can't bless you because of uh, the way you are. He's not going to bless you. He's never going to bless you unless you repent and believe the gospel. Believe that you have to do what he says. You have to die out and uh, to the way you were and rest in the Lord. That means Sabbath in the Lord every day of your life because the time is short when he comes back. The whole eastern sky is going to fill up with him. And the people in this world are going to pray for the rocks and mountains to fall on them to hide them from the wrath of Jesus, the Lamb of God. And so repent now before it's too late, because when you see him coming, it's going to be too late then. You think you can fake him out, but you can't fake him out. You try to fake people out, and you can do that with people. But God isn't people. God is God. And what he says he means, he's not jiving around with you folks out there. So get right, right before it's ever too everlastingly too late. Now let's go into Joshua chapter 10, what verse? 40. 40, all right. Let's go. So Joshua smote all the country of the hills and of the south and of the vale. Right, and there was, they didn't do a thing about it. The people couldn't find them because once God says to do it and he's given the city to you, and he's given everybody's soul to you, and that there's going to be asteroids come down and smash into this earth, and the earth is going to be moved off as its axis. What are you going to do about it, you stinking people that call yourselves scientists? At the Red Cross, what are they going to do? All of them are going to be uh, praying and for mountains and the rocks to fall on them. They're going to be uh, trying to hide themselves, everyone on this earth. And it's happening uh, sooner than you think. It's all over, folks. Otherwise, there wouldn't be God who had sent me to get this porky with you. All right? I don't have any fear of you. God doesn't have any fear of you. He doesn't care. If you don't serve him, that's just fine. You are goats automatically. You're chaff. People that follow him are wheat, and they are the wheat. The others that don't are chaff to be burned. Those that follow him will be sheep. Those that don't are goats to be slaughtered and killed and sent to hell. It's up to you, folks, everyone. It has to do something. You have to make a decision of who you're going to serve. And if you say, well, not today, that means that you're rejecting the Lord. And if you reject him, he's going to reject you. Okay, now, Joshua, this is Old Testament. Uh, he's uh, doing what the Lord said because... God said so, and who are you going to listen to? Uh, so your friends, your family, or God? If I were you, I would choose God. That's what I've chosen to do, and I'm blessed. I'm being blessed now more than I ever have been in my entire life. Yeah, I've done some, uh, uh, I've been railroaded into prison, but I'm out. I'm back, okay? I'm back. Amen. All right, then what? Go ahead. Joshua smote all the country of the hills, and of the south, and of the vale, and of the springs, and all their kings. He left none remaining. None remaining. 
There's none remaining. When the Lord gets rid of all the people that will not serve him, there won't be any of you remaining. There won't be any of you that has breath. You will not be able to breathe any longer. You'll be dead corpses. You'll be cadavers. For the Lord, if you let him use your body, your cadaver now while you're living, then you will live forever in heaven. Otherwise, you're going to be dead forever, burning in hell, and you will not be able to die, but you'll be always dying, never able to give up the spirit. It's it. You'll be in hell. Your spirit will be in hell. Your soul will be there. Your body will be dead, but your soul will be alive forevermore. Okay, then what? He left none remaining, but utterly destroyed all that breathed, as the Lord God of Israel commanded. Verse 41, And Joshua smote them from Kadesh Barnea even unto Gaza. Well, were they able to do anything against him? No. Here is just a bunch of uh, former like slaves in Egypt. They don't even have any uh, pop guns or pistols or anything like that. They don't have even any, uh, they have nothing really to fight with. But they have God. Amen? Amen. And God is giving them the victory. And God will give you the victory over sickness, disease, infirmities. He'll give you victory over your enemies. He'll give you protection, all the things. This is the commonwealth of the people of Israel. And you become a person of Israel if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. But you cannot continue in this world and be happy and at peace unless you accept Jesus. You don't have any choice. Either accept him or you're, he's going to reject you. Okay? Because you're not going to add one iota to the Lord. If you, uh, he's just done this for your good. He shed his blood so that you could have an opportunity to be saved. If you don't take advantage of it, shame on you. Shame on you because you're going to be sorry for it for eternity. Okay, then what? Joshua smote them from Kadesh Barnea even unto Gaza and all the country of Goshen, even unto Gibeon. Verse 42, And all these kings and their land did Joshua take at one time? All these kings at one time. Well, was it really Joshua? Yeah, because he did what the Lord told him to do. And that's what I'm doing. I'm not afraid of you people. Because if I was, I'd wind up in the same lake of fire that those of you that reject the Lord are going to wind up in. I'm not going to go to hell for you or anybody else. So I'm just telling you what to do. And you better listen. Because it's from the Bible. And there's no fighting against God. Remember that. Then what? All these kings and their land did Joshua take at one time because the Lord God of Israel fought for Israel. Right. And so if you're Israel, God will fight for you too. And how do you become Israel? Is you get down on your rotten knees and ask Jesus to enter your heart and wash all your sins away in his precious blood. Then you become grafted into Israel like a tree. It's a tree, and you become a, a spiritual Israelite. And then all the things of the commonwealth of Israel belong to you. You'll never be hungry again. You'll never be broke again. You'll never have uh, your enemies. If you just learn the word and learn how to operate in the spirit, you, you'll have everything that the Lord gives a person. All these people, if you stay with Israel, but you notice that it says all Israel stayed with Joshua. 
they all went up together. The minute that you stray away from the house of God, you're like, you know, I'm from Montana. And uh, I was born in the Ozarks over in Joplin, Missouri, but then I was raised in Montana. We went there when I was two years old. And I noticed that when uh, herds of cattle or gazelles or antelope or elk or moose, one of them strays from the rest of them, the wolves get them. They circle them, but if they're all together, the antelopes, all the different elks and the moose and all the wildlife will uh, charge the wolf and fight together with them. You haven't got a fighting chance if you are away from the house of Israel. And I'm not talking about, there's many people that are uh, uh, in Israel that are not Israeli. They're not uh, of the, uh, all Israel is not Israel, is what the Apostle Paul said. Not everyone in Israel is saved. We pray. I pray that uh, my people, the uh, people of Israel, are saved because hell is a long time. And what do you think that we have so much zeal for over here? It's because if we let people's souls go to hell, we're going to be accountable for it. And so, you know, I don't care what happens to me in my quest to win people's souls because I know that this is my very salvation and I know that God is going to protect me and defend me against all evil if I do what he says. I'm not going to be one of the fearful and unbelieving people that are cast into hell because I'm too afraid of the antichrist homo homosexual cult and all the people that have joined themselves with it and all the people that believe in the way that this Republican and Democratic dictatorship is running this world. God never intended the people of this world to be ruled by the rules of republicanism or democracy. This is right out of the pits of hell. We are to follow theocracy, Godocracy. We're to follow what God says, and if we do, we'll be saved. This uh, government setup that they have here is an imitation. It's uh, false. It's antichrist. It's murderous. It's uh, homosexual, it's sickening, it's nauseating, it's filth, it's lice. And if you love that, instead of God, well then you deserve the Lord believes that you, and he, what he believes is what's going to happen. You are to be spending eternity screaming your head off in the lake of fire, grinding your teeth and chewing on your tongue for pain. There's nothing like it. There's no words on this earth to describe it to you. Now get right, repent, or perish. Who am I to tell you? I'm a messenger from God. That's who I am. So you better listen. Okay, now what else you have there? Verse 43, And Joshua returned and all Israel with him unto the camp to Gilgal. Well, it's glad that they're all alive to be able to return to the camp of Gilgal. Amen? Amen. The others were laying on the ground dead corpses, okay? Now then, we have chapter 11. Let's start. And it came to pass when Jabin king of Hazor had heard those things. Had heard of all these kings and nations that are being slaughtered by this bunch of Jews. Because God is doing it. God is the one that opened the Red Sea and the Jordan River. Amen? Amen. Okay, and knocked the walls of Jericho down. Then what? 
when Jabin king of Hazor had heard those things, that he sent to Jobab king of Madon, and to the king of Shimron, and to the king of Achsaph. Verse 2. Okay, so they're going to gang up on the Jews again. Isn't that something? They're going to gang up against God. A bunch of funny little people. Little monkeys uh, made out of dirt that have one breath in their nose. The Lord said, Cease ye from man in whose nose is one breath, for how lightly are they to be accounted. People are not that uh, um, important. Uh, they're not to be uh, followed at all. To hell with them. You're to follow God. God is not going to follow you, you nitwit. Okay, then what? Verse 2, And to the kings that were on the north of the mountains, and of the plains south of Kinneroth, and in the valley, and in the borders of Dor on the west. Verse 3, And to the Canaanite on the east, and on the west, and to the Amorite, and the Hittite. All and, these different nations. Say what? And the Perizzite, and the Jebusite in the mountains, and to the Hivite under Hermon in the land of Mizpeh. Verse 4, And they went out, they and all their hosts with them, much people, even as the sand that is upon the seashore in multitude, with horses and chariots very many. Verse 5, And when all these kings were met together, they came and pitched together at the waters of Miram to fight against Israel. Oh, my God. Don't you people in the world know that you can't fight against Israel? Uh, read the Bible. You cannot fight against us. All I got to do is say, Father, destroy them. Don't let them destroy us. Lord, you have shown us time after time in your word that we will not be destroyed. And you said that your people perish for the lack of knowledge. We have your knowledge, Lord. And we know that we've been called to fight the good fight of faith. And so therefore we're doing that. And so you have to do what you promise us. This is the New Covenant, and according to the Old and New Covenant, you do fight and defend your children. We have to believe that because and we have to know that you're going to defend us. That's how we have the faith to tell the people these things because we know you're going to back us up. You're not going to show yourself to be a God that lies because you're the God of truth. And so, Lord, anyone that attempts to destroy us, destroy them in the name of Jesus. Those that will never re repent, of course they're not going to repent. Destroy them in Jesus' name. And I see you're doing a very good job of it right now. Look at the floods and the tornadoes and all the different tsunamis and the earthquakes and the diseases and the sickness and the infirmities, and the famines, and the floods, and all the things that you're doing. People, it's amazing though they don't wise up, Lord. Wise them up more. You said it's going to get worse and worse, and I know that you're doing it right now, because you're about ready to come back to earth again, and you want people to repent. Okay, let's go. Verse 6, And the Lord said unto Joshua, be not afraid because of them. So, and I'm saying the same thing to you. God is telling you, if you're serving him, don't be afraid of anyone. And the people that are of the devil are saying, don't be afraid of Israel, right? Right. Don't be afraid of uh, us, little old us. 
you guys have all the bombs and bullets and uh, the uh, tanks, like you uh, murdered the people in Waco. But I'm letting you know, uh, Koresh never let his voice be heard outside of that uh, little camp of theirs over there, but I'm letting, I'm on the air everywhere in the world, all over the world. And I distribute my literature everywhere in the world. And my website is everywhere in the world. So take notice now, folks. You people woke up a sleeping giant. After I said that, they made a couple movies, Torah, 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 and uh, this um, Pearl Harbor. And in there they said, the chap said, I'm afraid we've woke up a, a sleeping giant. That's what you did with me. Because the giant in the United States of America is no giant in comparison to God. God was the one that seemed to be sleeping, but he's not sleeping. You people are sleeping dogs. You don't know what day it is. Now wake up. These messages are geared to wake you out of your sleep. Your dark sleep. Okay, continue on please. Verse 6, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Be not afraid because of them, for tomorrow about this time will I deliver them up all slain before Israel. Wow, isn't that something? Can we depend on God the same way today? Yes. Amen. Isn't he the same yesterday, today, and forever? Amen. Okay, so have great confidence and faith in God, because without faith and confidence in him, you haven't got a chance. Okay, then keep going. Thou shalt hawk their horses and burn their chariots God with fire. God is telling them to hawk their horses. Do you know what that means? That means there's a cord that holds the hoof uh, to the leg, and you cut the back of that. He's telling them to abuse horses. Oh, my God, what is the Pope going to say about that? The Pope is uh, defying God right now and all the people in that cult. You defy it to God, and all the people in the world are deceived by you. So the Lord doesn't care about these things like you people do. He does what he will do, and that whatever he says is right is right. Whatever you say is right is wrong. No murdering babies anymore. No more homosexuals. Let them make them go back in the closet by the word of God. Not with guns, bullets, and bombs, or swords, or daggers, but the word of God is more powerful than all these. Okay, then what? Verse 7. So Joshua came and all the people of war with him against them by the waters of Miram suddenly, and they fell upon them. Okay, they were not uh, fearful, were they? No. No, the Lord commanded him in the first chapter, be very strong and courageous. Be very brave. Uh, don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of them at all, because if you're afraid of them, then you're going to have to be afraid of me. I remember when somebody uh, knocked me down, when a big bully, when I went to the store at the corner to pick up some groceries for my mother, and he took my money. And uh, he was twice my size, at least. And the groceries, and I went in crying to my mother. She says, you go out there and beat him up, or I'm going to beat you up. I said, but he's big. She says, I'm bigger than you, too. 
So I went outside and I, I punched at him and he dropped the groceries. I give me the money and I got it from him. And uh, my mother hugged me when I went in with the groceries and the money. I don't care how big and uh, ugly uh, this uh, Antichrist is. Uh, he's nothing. The blood of Jesus makes him go away. Do you understand that? Amen. You can take a dog that's coming after you. It's, uh, if you're born again of the Spirit and you're filled with the power of God, the Holy Spirit, and a dog is ferociously running at you, you can point your finger at him and say, the blood of Jesus is against you, Satan, and that dog will turn around and run him away from you. Try it, okay, and you'll see. Now, don't go in and tempt the Lord and go into a dog pound or a, a kennel where there's a bunch of pit bulls and try that. This is, means if you're just going down the street and the dog is rushing in like that. And don't be eating things just because the Bible says you shall eat poisonous things and not die. That means that almost everything is poisonous. One of our sisters in the church was in a major hotel uh, and just ordered some uh, a little piece of chicken and she got poisoned by it. We had to take her over to Cedar Sinai. She was in such pain that it was unbelievable. At the Hilton Hotel, bad chicken. Things are bad all over the place, folks. Well, what we did was that we heard that you just, not from the hospital, but somebody else that had had poison, you're supposed to take a lot of activated charcoal capsules and that'll make it go away. Well, after about an hour and a half of the pain went away, and then we called my doctor, Dr. Berkman, another Jewish man, and uh, he told us to uh, take chamomile tea, and he gave a prescription, and now it's all gone, and she's fine. But she would have died if uh, we wouldn't have had that knowledge. So if any of you are uh, sick, uh, it worked for us. We're not doctors. But uh, you have to, it's like the prodigal son, if somebody's sick, we're not allowed to just pray, but we have to pray, and you see him wounded, you have to fix them, and there's herbs for the maintenance of man that we have to take, and so if you don't do it, shame on you there too. All right, some people think you don't have to do anything, and they're wrong. Okay, Sharon, continue on. Verse 8. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel. The Lord delivered them into the hand of us. Because Israel is Israel. We are the ones that are one with God. And how are you going to fight us? I'm not afraid of you. You people are weak and beggarly. You're of the homosexuals. You're limp-wristed. And you think that, and I hear the whole media talking about how cute it is to be faggots and how cute it is to be homosexual uh, lesbians and how wonderful it is to let a woman of all people to choose for, uh, whether they can murder somebody or not. You people are sick. Who is a woman? The women are supposed a weaker vessel. They don't have the right to choose uh, if they're going to murder somebody or not. They're not precious. Most of them today are a bunch of whores. And you know it. Then what? And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel, who smote them and chased them unto great Sidon, and unto Mizraphoth Maim, and unto the valley of Mizpah eastward. 
and they smote them until they left them none remaining. Okay, so the blood of Jesus was shed for the establishing of the new covenant. There's the old covenant and the new covenant. There's one Bible because one tells of what's going to happen. The New Testament shows you that it happened. And now the Lord's coming back to earth again. So he establishes the contract here. And he tells us to sign it. Now, if you sign a contract with the Lord and he tells you to do something, he tells you to speak out against the Antichrist, to tear down all these false things by preaching the word of God, then you better do it. Because you promised. He signed the contract in the blood and you vow to the Lord that you're going to be a Christian, a real Christian, and not a phony person that calls themselves Christians. You better do what you promised God you're going to do or you're going to be sorry for the rest of eternity. Okay, then what? Verse 9, And Joshua did unto them as the Lord bade him. He hawked their horses and burnt their chariots with fire. Verse yeah, 10, burnt their chariots with fire. That way they have to be hoofed. They have to walk, uh, and if they are able to walk, they can't run because he burned their chariots up, and he hawked their horses, can't ride the horses, and so you just have to stay there and get killed. Then what? Verse 10, And Joshua at that time turned back and took Hazor and smote the king thereof with the sword. For Hazor before time was... Now we smite the kings like I'm doing right now. I'm smiting all the kings and queens and presidents of the world with the word of God, the sword, which is the word of God. You have no need to be fearful of me killing you, but I'm telling you that God is going to kill you. All right? You know, if some of you kill with the... With the his fire, some he'll kill with flood, some he'll kill with uh, some wretched disease, but he's going to kill you. Some with tornadoes, twisters, tsunamis, earthquakes. It's getting more and more worse and worse everywhere in the world. So listen and be wise and repent and make a covenant with the Lord and do it. Then what? For Hazor before time was the head of all those kingdoms. Verse 11. And they smote all the souls that were therein with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying them. There was not any left to breathe. Now you wonder why people hate the Jews? Because the Jews did what God said. They killed all these people. And they hate us too because we're killing Satan that's in them by preaching the word. They love wickedness. And so they hate anything that has to do with the Word of God. Uh, and those that preach it, which are Israel, we smite you with the sword, the Word of the Living God, right now. We're doing it. I do it every day. Listen to me. Then what? And he burnt Hazor with fire. Verse 12. And all the cities of those kings, and all the kings of them, did Joshua take and smote them with the edge of the sword. Notice he said every one of those cities, every one of those kings were destroyed. And how do you think you're going to get by with it, ducky? Okay, then what else? And he utterly destroyed them as Moses the servant of the Lord commanded. Verse 13. But as for the cities that stood still in their strength, Israel burned none of them, save Hazor only. That did Joshua burn. Verse 14. And all the spoil of these cities, and the cattle, the children of Israel took for a prey unto themselves. But every man 
they smote with the edge of the sword, until they had destroyed them, neither left they any to breathe. Verse 15. As the Lord commanded Moses his servant, so did Moses command Joshua, and so did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. He never quit his work until all his work was done, the song says. He never went home to lunch or din din until everything that God said for him to do was done. And I'm telling you that I'm not going home to din din either until everybody hears the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. These two Jewish men that were talking in the restaurant this morning, uh, I could tell that they'd heard my program before. And now they're proud to be Jews. And they, I heard them say, uh, God, we're the chosen people of God. Yes, we are. And watch out when we do your, uh, the will of God. And we're doing it now. So what else? So Joshua took all that land, the hills and all the south country, and all the land of He Goshen. just took it. And that's what's going to happen to us. It's like when God destroys one-third of the people, two billion people at one time on this earth, just in one day, we'll be able to choose whatever house we want to live in. And the place will be full of food and everything. Jewelry. Whatever we want, it'll be there. Then what else? And all the land of Goshen, and the valley, and the plain, and the mountain of Israel, and the valley of the same. Verse 17. Even from the Mount Halak, that goeth up to Seir, even unto Baal Gad, in the valley of Lebanon, under Mount Hermon. And all their kings he took, and smote them, and slew them. Verse all eight. of them. Not just a few, but every single one of them. And so if you're the, the governor of uh, New York or the governor of Los Angeles, go and flex your muscles, Schwarzenegger. Go ahead and show God your bicep and the incision on your heart, trans or whatever you got. Show it off to him. You don't look like you did when you were taking steroids. And the same thing with you, Bush. And also, Clinton, show your scars to us. It's going to be worse for you now unless you repent. Now, I'm preaching the gospel not like a namby-pamby, but I'm preaching the gospel so that you can get saved. And so don't say that I hate you. I'm telling you the truth. And how many people in this world today do you know that are telling the truth? Name one outside of myself and maybe other Christians. Okay, keep going. Verse 18, Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. Verse 19, there was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel, save the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. All other they took in battle. Verse 20, for it was of the Lord to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might destroy them utterly and that they might have... Yeah, and it's of the Lord that you people uh, are coming against us also. Why? Because God wants to show his power. Because it looks like, how can we make war against you, beast? You beastly people. Oh, how could anybody make war against you? God can, and he's 
He's with us. So be careful. So repent before it's too late. Okay, my time is up. And it's time for you to be uh, become uh, join us, the winners. Uh, the Bible tells us that we win. And uh, the Bible is true. And everything else is false. So uh, say this prayer so you can join us and have the peace that we have and the power that we have. Because our power is Christ, God Almighty with us. And uh, you have no power. Uh, that couldn't possibly even come uh, match it in, in one iota. So say this prayer so that you can be one of us. Say, Father, my Lord and my God, I believe that Jesus is the Son of the living God and that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and my mind, and I accept you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. I believe that God raised you from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, and Holy Spirit. Oh, the whole Godhead and wash all my sins away. Lord, you will not turn me away because you said that all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal, everlasting soul. Now, praise the Lord and thank him and give all the glory to the Lord. And read King James, not the new King James, but the... Old King James Version of the Bible. And share and tell it, uh, our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 602. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord, this is World Pastor Tony Alama saying tune in tomorrow for another powerhouse message of God from God showing you how to receive the kingdom of heaven and stay out of hell. Really, how long has it been before since you've knelt down and prayed to the Lord? You know when you pray to the Lord if you're born again of the Spirit, God is going to answer your prayers. And here I am to sing for you, How Long Has It Been? I can't remember who the background people are that are singing with me, but let's listen.
Since your mind felt at ease How long since your heart knew no burden Can you call him your friend How long has it been Since you Since you knew that he cared 